Welcome aboard the USS Little Hero. This Galaxy Class refitted starship, NCC 73117. I'm Captain William. I'm Commander Vicky. And if you will step right this way, historians, we will take you back in through our history, starting with the NX01 Enterprise. We start out with taking care of going through history. Welcome back to Vicky's Adventures in the Star Trek. I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And today we're going to be doing Season 2, Episode 5. Thank you, darling. Uh, A Night in Sick Bay. So, if you notice, our last episode, I think, says something. I, I think it might be wrong because, I don't know, I, we'll figure it out. We, we did some, I did something, it screwed up. It's there now, so if you need to, you might have to unsubscribe from Apple Podcasts and resubscribe, and it'll be there. Or exit out of Anchor and come back in or whatever, but it's all there. So, we're sorry it happened. Mistakes were made. I got it fixed. It took me a while, and I just stumbled around, and somehow I fixed it. I don't know how, <laughs> but somehow I did it. You did it. That's the important thing. <laughs> so, Vicky, season... Would you like to tell them where they can find us? I sure will. You can find us at Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and where? Anchor. Yes, ma'am. Where it all started? Yep. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook, Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. And we would love to hear from you guys. So, Vicky, season one, episode, or I'm sorry, season two, episode five, A Night at Sick Bay. What did you think was going to happen at this one? Well, I thought that Porthos is very sick because someone's going to poison him. That's only after I told you it had something to do with the dog. <laughs> what was your original theory if I hadn't told you that? I don't remember. I don't remember, honestly. Okay, so our synopsis states, quote-unquote, Archer spends a night in sickbay after Porthos falls ill with a deadly virus following a visit to an alien planet. So nobody poisoned him. Nobody poisoned him. Awesome sauce. (laughs) Well, you know, not everything is violent, darling. I know. Just like not everything revolves around the Klingons. Or Klingons. Well, However you want to pronounce it. (laughs) <laughs> Not always. So we see the ship orbiting a planet. Now, a species makes a comeback that I told you about before. The Kirtassans. They make a comeback like I said they do. We see Hoshi, Archer, and Porthos. Well, what do they do? Oh. They're decontaminating. Oh, orbit, growling. Yes. Six days. Hi, sir, and it wasn't exactly groveling. Apologizing, asking forgiveness, just because we ate lunch in front of them on our own ship months ago. I call that groveling. They were offended. The Kurtessons manufacture plasma injectors. We need one. So we spend six days groveling. Five days. 
And when they finally agree to talk to us, we go down. And what do they do? They keep us waiting for 12 hours and then send us packing. No explanation, no plasma injector. Just leave. Go back to your ship. We obviously offended them again. Maybe my hair's parted on the wrong side. That could be. I'm exhausted. And I've had it with these people. Go ahead. The three of you are clear to go. But I'm afraid I'll need to keep Porthos for a while. What's the problem? He picked up a pathogen of some kind on the surface. Neither decon agent has been effective. What are you going to do? I'm not sure yet. I'll let you know as soon as I've run some tests. You better Porthos. Doc will have you good as new before you know it. Am I even breaked? No cheese roll tonight. Sorry, Fowler. You gotta stay. So Porthos just sits there and is waiting. You've got four more. The ship can run on four. Yeah, but it can't run on three. You know what happens at warp speed when you've only got three plasma injectors online. What are the odds of us losing another one before we find a replacement? I'm not comfortable with four, Captain. We need five. What the hell happened down there anyway? Paul thinks we insulted them again. How? You didn't need cabbage before you left. I was a perfect gentleman. We're going to have to go somewhere else to find you your injector trip. These people are impossible. Their components are not allergically sound, dependable. Well, we can look for six months and not find anything half as compatible. Well, you're a trained diplomat. Take the high road. Take the high road. Someone can kiss me, I'll have to Paul see if she can find out what we did. But I'm not promising anything. I went to decom. I thought you were down there with Porthos. Is there it? Porthos is in the box. Yes. You'll have to use the isolation gloves. Did you run your test? Aww. His autoimmune system is collapsing. I've isolated the pathogen, broken down its protein sequence. I can't explain it, Captain. It shouldn't be affecting him like this. But it is. So what are you doing? So Flox just said right there, it should not be affecting him like this, but it is. So technically, the rant Archer's going to go through for the rest of the episode is unwarranted because even uh, the doc says it should not be doing this, yet it is. Right. Any more tests? I'm sure I'll come up with something. How sure? Could this be life-threatening? It's too early to tell. Didn't we send his genome to the Cretacens along with ours? I transmitted them myself before you left Enterprise. So shouldn't they have noticed there's a pathogen in their atmosphere that his immune system can't handle? They should have. Assuming they took the time to check. I'm told I've offended these people twice. Once reading in front of them, the second time I don't even know what for. But if their carelessness has hurt Porthos, or God forbid ends up killing him, they're going to find out what being offended is all about. Porthos has no intention of giving help, and neither do I. Discuss this in your right room. That's never good. 
Well? Do you recall the stand of trees outside the Hall of Diplomacy? What are you talking about? They're Alvera trees. Over 300 years. That's fascinating. Did you apologize for whatever we did wrong? Are we going to get our plasma injector? The Kratarsons consider the Alvira trees cultural treasures. Apparently, Porthos urinated on one of them. And that's what they're insulted about? It is understandable. Well, maybe if they'd have bothered to read the genetic profile we sent, they'd have told us to leave the dog on the ship, and then he wouldn't have had an opportunity to pee on one of their precious trees. I conveyed your sincerest apologies to the Chancellor in discussing possible acts of contrition. Where the hell do you get off conveying my sincerest apologies? They're the ones who should be sorry. I don't need to remind you that Commander Tucker is relying on us. There are some things more important than plasma injectors. Are you referring to your pride? <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, Subcommander. If anything happens to Porthos, I'll be the one watering their Alvira trees. cheer Porthos up if I slept here tonight. That is, if it's all right with you. I don't think your dog is in any condition to know whether you're here or not. Well, then, maybe it'll cheer me up. Be my guest to take a pick. <laughs> How's Porthos doing? My submammalian database contains no pertinent files on bugles, but um, there's I'm sufficient beagles. information on similar cordata. Beagles. Yes. Let me ask you a question, Doc, just out of curiosity. Are there any dogs on your home world? The Denobian lemur is highly sought after. It's not exactly a dog, but you could say it's dog-like. It has tail, fur. Most have one head. Most have one head. <laughs> Did your medical training include any... Captain, please. You needn't be concerned. I hold six degrees in interspecies veterinary medicine. I thought you were just... You know, a people doctor. As a matter of fact, I've also earned degrees in dentistry, hematology, botanical pharmacology. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> so, how's he doing? I believe I've eliminated the pathogen. The question is whether the treatment I've devised will stabilize his autoimmune system before... Uh... Before what? In a few hours, I'll have a more detailed prognosis. Before what, Doctor? There are many harmless strains of bacteria that can become lethal when the immune system is compromised. But it is too early to be thinking about that. Hmm? Now we should both try to get a few hours of rest. If there are any changes in his vital signs, the alarms are quite loud. The alarms are quite loud, as we're going to find out later. How loud are they? Very. Loud. I would have brought you some cheese, but Dr. Flox would have loved to give you any. Fox is doing his routines. 
What is that? Oh, that buzzing noise is him cutting his toenails. Yep. Doctor, are you all right? I'm sorry, Captain. Did I wake you? Just trimming my toenails. They grow quite rapidly. Have to keep them groomed at least once a week. Just wanted to be sure you're okay. That's your concern. Goodbye. Doing something to his tongue. Scraping his tongue. Yeah.
there be something in here about standing on one foot with my eyes shut reciting the night before Christmas. <laughs> I'm going back to sick bed. See if I can get an hour's sleep before the doctor's results come through. Let me know if this fits with your definition of an appropriate apology. Archer's man. Do we have a chainsaw on board? Anaphylactic shock. His body's rejecting the treatment I selected. You said we know in a few hours if this would work. Exactly. It's not working. Is he going to die? Fill this with five cc's of tetrasol. It's the blue fluid. Second on the right, five cc's. Five cc's. They've got a perfectly good plasma injector sitting on a shelf somewhere. But will they share with us? Not until I make a fool of myself by going through a, some series of ritual apologies. The fact that Porthos is on death's doorstep doesn't seem to bother any of them. They're the ones who should be apologizing, not me. To Paul thinks, I care more about my dog than my ship. Isn't that delightful? Does DePaul's opinion concern you? She's my science officer, my second in command. She should know more than anyone aboard how dedicated I am to this mission, to every member of my crew. You didn't uh, answer my question. You didn't Hopeless answer my question. one paw in Beagle Heaven because these jerks didn't bother to look at his genetic profile. Am I supposed to ignore that? I would think you'd be more interested in uh, Commander Tucker's opinion. Known him for many years. It would be nice to have all five plasma injectors working, but it's not essential. We can do fine with four, and the fifth one just started to act up. We might get another ten light years out of it. Have you considered that your anger may encompass more than just Porthos and the Cretaceans? What? How long has it been since you were intimate with the woman? What? How long has it been? I heard you. I suppose you're going to tell me you have a degree in psychiatry, too. Absolutely. Uh-uh. No way. Not a chance. Porthos is the only patient you're treating right now. You got that? Let me know if there's any change. So what I was gonna say is that's kind of interesting how the whole time uh, the doctor is saying, "How long has it been since you've been intimate with a woman?" And Archer's just going on about everything until he says, "How long have you been intimate with? A, how long has it been since you've been intimate with a woman?" And he's like, "What?" Exactly. It is simply a courtesy. Something your species doesn't seem to understand. I'll explain it to the captain immediately. You might also explain to your captain that it's been nearly three hours since he received our transmission. If he has the slightest hope of acquiring any technology from us, he'd be wise to pay us the courtesy of responding. I understand. I'll... Boy, she got oh, cut off, too. <laughs> Talk to you, my woman. 
when one person believes their sexual attraction for another is inappropriate, they often exhibit unexpected behavior. Now we're back at Decon. There's Hoshi, Ball, Archer, and Porthos. Go ahead. Oh, she, you have no longer clear to go, but I'm afraid I'll need to eat the other two for a while. What's the problem? You both picked up the pathogen on the surface. You'll have to try another decon agent. on how your second treatment's doing? It doesn't appear to be doing very well. An old girlfriend's mother had this beagle I was crazy about. <laughs> Even after her daughter and I broke up, we stayed in touch. When the dog got pregnant, I was the first one she called. Four males in the litter. Four musketeers. Porthos was one of them. I've had Porthos since he was six weeks old. I grew up with dogs. Can't remember not having one. You have any pets when you were a kid? My people don't uh, keep pets. I thought you said something about the Denobulan lemur being highly sought after. Oh, very much so. Their kidneys are considered a great delicacy. <laughs> I thought you might be hungry. Oh, very kind. Was there something on their list about apologizing on a full stomach? You read the Crutacin's document. Sorry. Sorry, I'm a little on edge. I haven't slept very much, but I'm doing the breast thing. Everyone's up. I understand. Ensign Sato and I have broken down the reconciliation demands in two specific categories, if you're interested in reviewing them. My only concern right now is Porthos. I'm sorry to have interrupted. No. No, it's okay. When you get back to the bridge, why don't you send me your lips? <laughs> List. List. I think Paul is very uncomfortable right there. He looks like it's <laughs> Two Pilarians lips within 30 seconds. Interesting. What are you doing? My treatment was effective, at least partially. His immune system is stabilizing, but his pituitary gland was severely damaged. It's all but disintegrated. Bring me the small gray cage on the second shelf, the one with the blue top. What's in here? A calrissium chameleon. Fill this for me. 
I'll need to alter its DNA to avoid rejection, but its pituitary gland should be compatible with your dogs. You're going to perform a transplant from a lizard? Unless you have a better suggestion. It's a shame, actually. The chameleon secretes a rare toxin that's very useful in treating respiratory infections. She's the last one I have. What's the tank for? I'll need to superhydrate the canine in order to minimize the shock to his pulmonary system. You're going to drown my dog? Only for an hour, Captain. Only for an hour? No problem resuscitating <laughs> him once the surgery's complete. How many times have you done this before? None. Never. Never. That's not a good thing to tell your patient. How many times have done this? Never. Are you questions, by the way? You haven't asked any. I... I did No, I've been paying attention this time. You have not. You've been I sitting here. I asked all of them. Uh-huh. Really. What are they doing? They're decontaminating. How did they insult them? Porthos peed on the sacred tree. Why does he miss Porthos? Because that's his buddy. Well, he's had him since he was six weeks old. And what's the buzzing noise? Dr. Vlox is trimming his toenails. Gotcha. <laughs> Has anyone done this before? Not to nope. You know, this isn't some guinea pig you're working on here. This is Porthos, my beagle, my pal. From what you're telling me, the closest thing your people have to pets are furry little things that go well with onions. Perhaps you're right, Captain. Perhaps I'm insensitive to the bond between you and your subservient quartet. I'll leave the procedure up to you. But whatever your decision, make it quickly. This is the part I was talking about in the last episode. Just for the sake of let's say that some of my anger toward Paul had a component of sexual tension to it. I'm not saying it does, but just for the sake of art. Yes? What do you mean, yes? You're the psychiatrist. What am I supposed to do about it? Am I supposed to ignore it? Am I supposed to say something to her? Neither. Neither. If you were ignoring it, you obviously wouldn't be seeking my opinion, especially under these circumstances. As for discussing it with the subcommander, that's entirely up to you, but I can't imagine an outcome that would do anything but uh, make matters worse. Pass me the auto suture, please, the uh, yellow one. An auto suture? When will we know if the transplant's working? One step at a time. First, we need to resuscitate him. Sorry. Can't ignore it. I can't talk about it. What do you suggest I do? Be aware of it, Captain. Simply be aware of it. You'd be surprised what a difference that will make. Lower the fluidic temperature 12 degrees. You know, that's a big dog in the water, right? If Porthos pulls through, will he need a special diet or treatments? Having a chameleon's pituitary gland? You may have trouble finding him. He'll have the ability to blend into his background when frightened. You're kidding. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> Does your expertise on sexual tension come from professional training or first-hand experience? <laughs> I do have three wives. And they each have two husbands besides myself. Sounds very complicated. Eric, why else be polygamous? So, these three wives each have three husbands. A total of 720 relationships, 42 of which have uh, wow. romantic possibilities. You told me you had five children. How many are there in this whole extended family? 31. At uh, last count. At last count. 31 children. Damn. You've been away for over two years. I'm ready for the synaptic inductor, the small blue one. <clears throat> My children all left the nest years ago, Captain. I would have never guessed. You don't look that old. I'll take that as a compliment. I have two daughters. I'm proud to say, faltered in my footsteps. <laughs> One's a surgeon, the other's a biochemist. How about the other two? My eldest son's an artist, a potter, actually. He lives in the same town as his mother, creates beautiful things. 
and the other two. My two younger sons and I never saw eye to eye. I'm afraid we haven't spoken in uh, quite some time. Now, later on in the series, Flox is going to have a realization and talk to one of his sons about something. Even though they don't see the eye to eye. Well, I mean, he kind of has no choice. Because it's something that happens later on in the series. Spoiler alert! Not a spoiler. <laughs> God, nothing comes of it that we know of. Give me crickets. Sorry, I yes, sir. You asked me if I missed them. The answer is yes. Every one of them. The children, the wives. Even the other husbands. But we do know we didn't live a long time, Captain, and right now there's nowhere I'd rather be than serving with the interspecies medical exchange aboard this wonderful vessel of yours. Listen, Doc. However this turns out, I want to apologize for accusing you of being insensitive before. As I recall, I accused my entire species of being insensitive. Then, I apologize to you and all your fellow Denobians. Well, I can't speak for the others, but uh, on behalf of myself, I accept. And to think, the Paul told me you were incapable of <laughs> up a little bit. Injector is operating well within Starfleet parameters. Did he tell you they gave us two spares out of the kindness of their hearts? Evidently, the finesse you exhibited outside the Hall of Diplomacy was appreciated. Since I've been getting so much practice <laughs> giving apologies, I thought I might give you one. That's not necessary. Yeah, it is. I've been under a lot of stress. Lately, haven't gotten much sleep. My dog... There's no need to apologize. Whatever friction there's been between us, I'd like to try to minimize it. Friction is to be expected whenever people work in close quarters for extended periods of time. <laughs> yes, that's always been true. Especially when the people or the opposite sex. And it's good that you're my superior officer, that we are not in a position to allow ourselves to become attracted to one another, hypothetically. If we were, the friction that you speak of could be much more problematic. Yes, it could. 
Yeah, we're gonna take Bay again. Oh, I'm still cleaning up from the other night. I promise. <laughs> I hear things went uh, very well on the surface. I doubt that I would have even gone down there if it hadn't been for you, Doc. I owe you one. Pleased to know that while you were gone, things went too very well up here, too. The transplant? Not the slightest sign of rejection. Can I see him? By all means. <laughs> By all means. Aww, buddy. <laughs> so cute. It's been one hell of a night, hasn't it? How soon can you leave? Now's as good a time as any. But he's unconscious. Nonsense. He's just asleep. Both us. <laughs> Come on, boy. Got a bad day on his head. Yep. Aww. We're going home. He's up so cute with me. Sick pay's all yours. Welcome back any time, Captain. <laughs> the smile. <laughs> it's so cute. And that's the end of the episode. <laughs> so, Vicky, that was season two, episode five, A Night at Sickabay. So, what did you think of that one? I liked that one. Okay. Because it was kind of interesting. What was your best, your favorite part? When they're trying to catch the pirate and bat. I'll give you that one. So on a scale of 1 to 10, where do you put this at, darling? I'm going to put this as a 7. Okay. Why? Because I liked, because it had comedy and it was funny, this one. Because they were trying to catch the pirate and bat. And Torpos is cute, and I got to see him all the time. Good point. <laughs> so where did you put yours at? A seven. Okay. I would give it an eight, because it was funny. Yes, we got to see the priority in bat. Yes, Porthos was in it. Um, even though he was on Doggy's death doorstep the whole time. <laughs> Except for towards the end. Um... We got to see Jonathan have some issues with sexual tension between him and T'Pol. Right. Which is kind of weird because she even said, well, it's a, it's a good thing that you're my superior officer or things could become complicated. So what the fuck's going to be the deal between her and Trip? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> but anyways, um, so where do you think this one hinged? Was it the Kurtassins? Was it Flocks? Was it No, Trip? it has to be Dr. Flocks. Explain your reasoning. Without him, Porthos would die. And Archer would never have apologized and got the reactor because he would have... You mean the plasma injector? Yeah. Not a reactor, it's an injector. And the injector because he would have freaked out because Porthos would have died. True. Very true. Well, you're getting better at who it hinges on. That to say, not only is it Dr. Flux, but it has to be Archer because Archer A assists him in curing uh, Porthos. On top of that, him and uh, uh, him and Flux have a coming together as in, oh, well, you know, sexual tension. Which was kind of weird that it echoed the whole freaking... <laughs> right? But it, it, it's okay. We'll go with we'll it. We'll go with it. So, I'd have to go to Flox and Archer. Right. So, Vicky, I, I know we stopped kind of there in the middle and double-checked all your questions because you literally, I'm not even joking, yes, we answered them beforehand, but here you sat, <laughs> did not ask a single one, and yet they got answered anyways, and you're like, well, we, I asked them already. No, you didn't. I asked both of them. Uh-huh, right. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, well, I guess 
I don't know. Like I said, I, I want to apologize to our fans because last week we did not produce these out when we should have. Because right. we went to your storage unit, got some stuff, brought it back here, then went and got a couch and brought it in here. And by the time everything was done, we were so exhausted and done for the day and it was already late in the day. So we didn't have a chance to get our podcast out. Maybe we should have re- uh, recorded ahead of time, but it was kind of a last minute deal anyways. Yeah, we didn't know we were going to do all that right so i mean we are sorry that we did not produce them last week um we also finally got our podcasting equipment and apparently we need to figure out how to basically adapt the mic stands to the right table the right table yes (laughs) or find the right table um in a hurry so uh, we haven't even gotten to try it yet, so we're still going to record this off my phone until further notice. Um, so, yeah. Anything else you would like to uh, state, my dear? No. Okay. But let's tell them where they can find us. Sure, why not? Just in case. You can find us at Google Podcast, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Republic Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Where it all started. You can contact us at Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek at gmail.com or Facebook, Vicky's Adventures into Star Trek. Exactly. So our next two episodes are going to be Marauders and The Seventh. So I guess until next time, I'm William. And I'm Vicky. And we will see you on the next mission. Bye. Bye, all.